1: You're listening to Hurt At Sports Radio.
0: And just keeping a one and zero mindset, you know that that's what it's always been about all year. Yeah, we're gonna celebrate this win, you know, but we're gonna have a quick turnaround. You gotta be ready for for the national championship. And we're gonna be playing a good team, but man, it's been amazing. You know, it's just everybody just collectively just continue to believe and you know continue to trust the process. You know, we, that's the thing about us. You know, I feel like each and every player on this team, you know, we fell in love with the process. You know, and I've said it since they since the I think it was around fall camp that our goal was to win the national championship. Some people probably didn't believe us, you know, but we had the opportunity to do. That we, we're not gonna get distracted and forget about that goal. You know, obviously this was a, a step towards it. You know, and it's given us the opportunity to be able to play in that game. We, we're still motivated. We still got got more things uh, we want to accomplish, man. And that natty is right right here in front of us. And you know, our focus is gonna be on that, and we're, we're gonna be ready for the game. Welcome back into out Sports Radio. Here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha ESPN Tri-Cities, I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We are live from the Hurtout Sports Bar and Grill on the H&H Chevrolet stage. Recapping a terrific night of college football with the college football semifinals last night. And it left me with a question about our guy, Kaelin DeBoer, maybe my guy, our guy. You're a Kaelin DeBoer fan,
1: right? How
0: can you not be a I mean, Kaelin
1: DeBoer fan? I may not be a super fan, <laughs> like
0: some like some people on
1: the in the uh, in the stream right but now. But he's he's a great mind. Gosh, he is such an offensive guru. It's, it, he's so impressive to watch. He really is. And the other thing that
0: the other thing that I really appreciate about him, and man, I think they showed his record at all head coaching stops, and it's like 113 and 11. Now, a lot of those are coming at a lower level at, at Sioux Falls, University of Sioux Falls, which was NAI. At still time. have to win those games. Yeah, still have to win. Got three national titles in five years, which is uh, pretty good if you, I don't know, if you could do the math there. One,
1: two, three, oh, three, and then yeah. two more. So he's got one more than his top. Wow, that, yeah, that's five, pretty three good. out of five is great. That's pretty good. Um, Carry the two. He
0: is an inc- uh, just an incredible winner, an incredible offensive mind. And I've been – like, if Nebraska's coaching cycle had happened a little bit later, because I didn't think you could hire him after just two years at Fresno State and one year at Washington. If, for whatever reason, they had either uh, kept Scott Frost for God knows why <laughs> – or if they had, like, decided to go with Mickey Joseph or whatever, uh-huh. right, and it didn't work out. If we were a couple more years down the line, I really think Kalen DeBoer would have been the choice because he's got Midwestern roots. He's from South Dakota originally, obviously, coaches Sioux Falls. And he is – now, would he have taken the job? I don't know because, obviously, he's in a really good spot there at Washington now. But that dude is – one of the best coaches in the country, and it, it, I was thinking last night, how many guys in the country do you take over, Kalen DeBoer? Because I think the list keeps getting shorter and shorter. And and the question is, a and little, it didn't start very big either. No, right? It didn't start. Especially for me, it did not start like a very long list. Well, after what he did last year, like
1: yes. it, it, he was what top top ten.
0: For me, certainly. Probably closer to top 25 for most people um, because they weren't probably paying a ton of attention to Fresno State and what he
1: was doing there. But, but even in his first year at Washington yes. is what I'm yeah. kind of alluding to. Is I, I mean, he's maybe top 10, top 15.
0: Yeah, and, and so you, you look at his age. Now, so there's two different ways to, to approach this question, right? You're talking about now moving forward or you need a coach for one year. I'm talking about long term. So,
1: for me – I'll even take him for one year.
0: No, for sure. But if you're talking <laughs> long-term, you'll probably start eliminating some of the older guys. Right. Right? Like, if you're talking about, hey, I want this coach for five to ten years, I mean, is Sabin even coaching for five to ten years? No. I mean, he's, he's in his 72, early 70s, right? So, uh, I would maybe say he's coaching at 77. Is he coaching at 82? Probably not. Right? So, if you want a long-term guy, maybe you take DeBoro even over a Sabin, which, it, again, that's going to get – cut out and people take it out of context but if you're talking about a long-term guy as a coach I don't know how long the list is ahead of Kalen DeBoer you take so let's do a little exercise right here Kalen DeBoer or Lincoln Riley
1: well at the start of the season I'd probably say Lincoln Riley I think everybody would have Um, now I would say
0: Kalen DeBoer I agree Uh, Kalen DeBoer or Jim Harbaugh (laughs)
1: <laughs> See, this one's tough. This because, one's really tough. Well, because of everything that's like taking place with Jim Harbaugh, yeah. and I'm sure we'll get into it. Yeah. Um. With, with with like, hey, he may go to the NFL, or he may stay at Michigan, or oh, hey, he's got all of this. There uh, still might be got NCAA all this... penalties. Well, he said. Well, that's what I mean. He's got yeah. a lot of Gucci behind him. I don't know. Baggage. If, uh, I don't yeah. know if it's Louis like Dion. But... <laughs> yeah, that's why I say Gucci because it, it can't be Louis because Dion's got all the Louis. He's got the. Um, I would. I would take, just because, and you know what? He was a Chicago Bear, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Just because I don't like Jim Harbaugh and how he's been handling his business, I would take Kalen DeBoer. And I think that's, a tough, that's one of if the tougher ones. If you said Kalen DeBoer or Kirby Smart, I'd take Kirby Smart. Yeah, because Kirby Smart's
0: younger. He's mm-hmm. got the track record. He's got the two national titles. So that's, that's one guy. We've got Kirby Smart so mm-hmm. far. Um, Kalen DeBoer
1: or Ryan Day. Another tough one. Because Ryan Day is super successful and uh, always pumps out some pretty nice recruiting classes. Um, he inherited a much better situation than Keith yeah, But Yeah, but he still made the most of that he situation. Did. He certainly did. Um, you know, I'd probably say Ryan Day today, but not today. By, yeah, not by a ton. Not by a like ton. 60-40. It's pretty close. Like it, 60-40. It, it, it's very close. It's like a 60-40. It would not be higher than a 65-35. Um, okay, so we've got
0: Kirby Smart and Ryan Day. Mike Norvell. Uh, I'd take Kalen DeBoer. Yeah.
1: I like Mike Norvell a ton. Mike Norvell's really good, but, um,
0: but I'd take yeah. Kalen DeBoer. I think, I think I would agree there. Um, let's see. Young guys, who am I missing here? I mean, obviously you got Matt Rule. That's Dan
1: all. Lanning, I'd take Kalen DeBoer. Ooh, Dan Lanning's a good one. Yeah, I'd still take Kalen DeBoer, I though. Think, I think I would, too. And, just because of, of the success DeBoer has had over Lanning. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Lanning and, but is, Lanning's a great prodigy. I'm, right, he's a yes. great coaching prodigy. Came from a great tree, uh, but I'd still take Kalen DeBoer today. Lanning might be
0: the second best, and he's a lot younger than because I think he's still in his thirties. Is he?
1: I think Dan Lanning is like thirty-nine, so he's like a decade younger. You know, I got to tell you, like Nick Saban, seventy-two, right? He doesn't look seventy-two. No, he he looks. A Pete lot. Carroll, 72. Yeah. Doesn't look seven doesn't move like a 72-year-old should. Yeah. And so when it comes to coaches, that's why I can't ever like figure out how old they are <laughs> because whether they're 72 or 37 as you pointed out for Dan Lanning, they all just like look the same over the years. Like Matt Rule's not going to change in my eyes no matter how much gray yep. he gets. Yep. He's still going to look like the same Matt Rule that was coaching at Temple. You
0: know what's hilarious is so Nick Saban, Pete, Pete Carroll, and Bill Belichick are all the same age. And Belichick looks ancient. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> He's somebody that looks like he didn't age well. Yeah, especially, especially when you go back and see clips of him like in the early Brady years. And you're like, oh man, because in my head I'm like, oh, he's kind of always looked like this. He really hasn't. He used to look a lot younger. And I'm like, oh man, he's kind of decrepit. <laughs> like
1: he doesn't look good. But you look I like think, at Pete Carroll. I Carole. think it's really just how they move, though. Yeah. Like 72-year-old men should not move like Pete Carroll. Yeah, that dude moves like he's 45. <laughs> yeah. it's wild. So I just can't ever figure out. If ages he dyed exactly. his hair, I think I think he was 40. Hey, if he took Just for Men, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> yeah, he shaves of off 15 sprinkled years. Sprinkled it in yeah. a little bit there. Yeah, maybe touch a gray. Who knows? So we've got we are we got sponsors here we got i don't
0: know <laughs> uh we've got so ryan day kirby smart we passed on dan lanning although i think it's close we passed on mike norvell although i think that's reasonably close as well um those are kind of the ones that come to mind
1: as far as young guys where does eli Drinkwitz sit for you Ooh. today like I don't think he's Kalen DeBoer no. yet, but the, I, definitely with te- how he turned around Mizzou yeah. from being what were they like preseason nine, preseason six in the SEC something something low six I think I think were they, they six. six Yeah, the way he turned around that team in one year, plus they're going to carry over. Like the only person they're really losing is Cody Schrader at running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get Luther Burden back. They'll have Brady Cook again with a full season, and Brady Cook looked very very good this year. Um so I think drinks done a really nice job recruiting as well. He, has. he kind of like jumps into the conversation because of his age as well. Yeah, he's only 40. But he's not Kalen DeBorn, he's not Dan Lanning. Yeah, I he's a little bit lower for me
0: because this was his first like breakout mm-hmm. year at Missouri. There were basically 500 every year before that, 5 and 5, 6 and 6, 6 and 6, and then bowl games made him 6 and 7 both those years. But I I really feel like because he's only had the one breakout year, I can't really put him in that category yet. Give me another one, and we can start having more of a conversation. But, like, Norvell is a good example here. He had the success at Memphis, had the breakout year last year, Mm -hmm. followed it up Mm -hmm. this year with Florida State. That's why he's more in that conversation than Drinkwitz for me.
1: But hey, if if Mizzou repeats and maybe three-peats their their, uh, season this year, Drink will be in the conversation for one of the best young coaches. Being in in that Lanning-Norvell conversation
0: for sure. That is – that's the deal on Kalen DeBoer. I'm obsessed. I can't help it. Uh, We will get to more college football playoff and, uh, I don't know, whatever else is going on. Coaching talk here on Herd Out Sports Radio. Coming up next.